welcome to the Let's Get It On podcast. I'm Sindra Banks, your host and friendly neighborhood sex coach. This podcast is your go-to guide for hotter sex, more pleasure, and better communication with your partner or future partner. Come one and come all. No matter what kind of couple you are or throuple, this podcast will keep you inspired, interested and excited to keep expanding your relationship and prioritizing your pleasure. Follow me on Instagram at Sindra Banks for much more of this vibe and to find out how you can work with me. Thanks for joining me. Let's get it on. Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode four of Let's Get It On. I am so happy to have you here. I just want to say thank you to all of the amazing people that have sent me messages of support, saying they've enjoyed the podcast. Uh, I really appreciate it. Sometimes in the podcast world, it does feel like you are just talking to nothing. So anytime that you reach out, that you say that you've listened, that you say that it's helped, I am so grateful. I just wanted to read uh, one of these comments out. And this is someone who's a little bit biased, one of my clients. However, I just love this so much. She said, babe, binge listened your two podcasts. Love, love, love. So proud of you. And thank you for being in my life. Even though I pay you, lol. (laughs) I put you on to go to sleep. I mean, hopefully she's also taking in the information, which I know that she is. You rock. Thanks again for being you. Uh, This amazing human, I'm sure, will be listening to this. So thank you, my love, for your kind words. On the episode this week, I recorded one of my talks at Love X. So Love X is, well, it used to be called Sexpo, now called Love X. I spoke uh, six times over three days, and my main talk was on the sex education stage, and it was called Pussy Pleasure. So talking about all things pussy, anatomy, communication when it comes to pleasure and intimacy and of course play it does go for about 30 minutes and there is some times where I include the audience so you'll have to just imagine what it was like (laughs) to be there there may be some background noise if you have been to LoveX you will know that there is a lot going on there is music from other stages there is people talking, all kinds of things. So there may be a little tiny bit of outside noise, although I was wearing a microphone. So it should be all good. I wanted to share this because A, this stuff is super helpful. B, it's in a very condensed format. uh, So you get a bit of a kind of overview of all things pussy. And see, my energy was like on fire. So you will hear that even though I'm losing my voice through the recording. Before we dive into that, this episode is brought to you by The Comeback. The Comeback is the place to be to master all things intimacy so you feel 
more comfortable, more confident, and more ready to come than ever before. It's an epic five-week program for vulva owners, and it starts in September. The early bird pricing has now been activated. So if this appeals to you, I only have actually seven spots left uh, and they will get snapped up. So if you want to come and get a taste of what I do, if you desire to have more pleasure and easier and more fun intimacy, if you want to learn to talk about intimacy in a better way with your partner, and really start to own your pleasure, this is the place for you. You can simply head to my Instagram at Syndra Banks and DM me TCB to get more information and to enroll. Or if you don't have Instagram, you can always head to my website, which is syndrabanks.com and check it out there in the uh, work with me section and send me an email if you are keen to get on board. I would love to have you. The early bird pricing um, at the time that this is going out is only available for one more week. So get in quick, DM me TCB, or if you don't have Instagram, you can email me and I would love to have you in the comeback. So here we go, diving into my talk at Love X. Enjoy my loves and I'll see you on the other side. You can all stand on up if you're able to stand up. If you're not able to stand up, just pop your hand up in the air and just keep it there for me. Okay, so please sit down if you don't have a vulva. If you don't have a vulva, sit on down. We love you and you can come back at four, Luke this afternoon uh, for the penis talk, okay? <laughs> uh, sit down if, when you were growing up, your genitals were referred to as a vulva. Your, your parents, your guardians, you know, you knew your genitals as, as a vulva. Sit down if that's you. Thank you. Okay, sit down if growing up your genitals were referred to as a vagina. Yeah, a lot of you. <laughs> Okay. Sit down if your genitals were referred to as a fanny, front bottom, oh, a lot, oh, a lot of, okay, yeah, uh, pussy, kitty, meow, meow, girly parts, private parts, oh, oh, I've got everyone out, okay, so interesting story from the weekend is that every time that I've done this I've not only a heard some really bizarre and interesting names for genitals uh, so far away from what they actually are which is you know challenging growing up with not actually knowing the anatomical name for our genitals and I also have had a lot of people who have said to me that it wasn't referred to as anything it was literally just known as nothing. And that's why we're here today on the sex ed stage talking about pussy pleasure, talking about anatomy and actually learning to reclaim and also learn a little bit more about our bodies and what they're meant to be called. And as you can see later on, I'm going to be showing you some folders. 
Before we get to that, my name is Sindra. I am a sex coach, a sex educator, and a podcaster. I just released a podcast called Let's Get It On, uh, and I help open-minded people have more fun and more play in their relationships through better communication and hotter sex. Now, I think we're probably all here to have hotter sex, yeah? Hands up if you're here to have hotter sex. <laughs> and then keep your hand up if you're here to have better orgasms, more orgasms, better connection in the bedroom. Yes. Okay, you're in the wrong place. So it's going to get all get up and leave now. But... <laughs> so today with our pussy pleasure talk, we're going to be covering three things. Number one is come communication because communication kind of sounds boring. So I've changed it for us today. Communication, because to have the hottest sex that you desire, to have a deeper connection that you desire, we need to have communication. After communication, I'm going to be diving into this yummy anatomy stuff with you. And I do have a t-shirt to give away. I have these beautiful t-shirts for sale here today down the back. If you want to grab one on your way out, you can see uh, my beautiful friend AJ in a t-shirt down the back. She's waving right now. Have a look at her. Eyes on AJ because she also has your free gift for today as well. I have a magnet for you to schedule in your intimacy dates, to schedule in your relationship check-ins. If you're Who's single here today? Yay! Single and ready to mingle. Uh, if you're single, you're going to schedule in these dates on your own, okay? If you're in a relationship, you can schedule them in together using the magnet. So make sure you get one of those. If you do have to leave early, grab one down the back as well. I have some special offers on a flyer for you to work with me and find out more about what I do. So anatomy, you can win a free shirt. So make sure you stay for that bit. And then talking about what we all came here for, pleasure tips tactics tools to pleasure our pussies sound good yes we're excited to be here day three of love x yeah yeah i'm losing my voice as you can <laughs> as you can i uh, hear it's been a big weekend so we're talking about communication what do we need first so before we start to get into the bedroom before we start to think about pleasuring pussies what do we need first from the communication Yell it out. Yes, consent. Thank you. I can't see you, but thank you. <laughs> I'm literally blind on this stage. I can't barely see anyone. So we need consent. Hopefully we all here today know and are familiar with giving consent and knowing what consent means. The way that I teach consent is embodied consent. So instead of just saying, oh yeah, yes, you know, or a straight no, or just kind of not really thinking about what we desire, what we want. Actually taking a breath and checking in with your body to make sure it's something that you actually do want to do. So let's just try it all together. We'll just take a deep breath in through our nose. Breathe out, in, breathe out through our mouth. And just notice straight away you're in your body and you're able to make that consent choice from an empowered place, from a place of actually knowing what you want and what you need. And knowing that it's okay to say no, who finds it hard to say no? Yeah. <laughs> Not just you. Generally as vulgar owners, we do find it hard to say no. 
Yeah, so really practicing that if that's one of your, you know, downfalls, opportunities to work on, practicing saying no. Because you are allowed to say no. You are allowed to change your mind. You are allowed to say, I don't know. So that's number one concern. What do we think number two is when it comes to communication in the bedroom? When it comes to pussy, pleasure, communication. We've got consent. Is that the same person? Oh, wow. Are you one of my clients? <laughs> boundaries. Absolutely. We need to know our boundaries. We need to be able to set our boundaries. We need to be able to enforce our boundaries. And again, I know as a, as a woman, I identify as a woman, um, growing up, boundaries are really hard. We're not taught about boundaries at school. Unfortunately, sex education in school failed me. Did it fail anyone else? Yeah. So boundaries is something that we really need to reclaim. We need to work on, we need to be showing up for. Honestly, boundaries that can be really hot as well. You can find really steamy and hot ways to bring boundaries into your dirty talk and to make them fun and firm and remembering that boundaries are for you, okay? They're not for anyone else. So we've got consent, we've got boundaries. Now, the, the most common question I get asked, all my clients ask me this, and in fact, I have a group program called The Comeback uh, for vulva owners, and we work on this stuff in that program. It's coming back out soon. How the fuck do I know what I want now? So like, I've got my consent down pad, I've got my boundaries, but like, how do, how do I know what I want in the bedroom? How do I direct my partner or you know, potential partner into that? So knowing what you want is, can be very tricky. So I suggest going to do a quiz online called the Erotic Blueprint Quiz. Who's done that before? Erotic Blueprint. Okay, this is all of your homework. <laughs> it's free. And that gives you some direction to start to explore what you want. I find a lot of my clients are sensual or energetic archetypes, blueprints, and that gives you some direction to start exploring. Maybe some tantra stuff, go to the tantra temple down the back here. Maybe some kink stuff, go into the kink corner, have a bit of a look around. Listening to erotic stories, erotic audio, reading erotic literature, just starting to explore and be empowered to find out what you might like. And that will change over time. Like, I don't know about you all, but I am not desiring the same stuff I did when I was 20. <laughs> We've evolved, yeah? And intimacy and sex evolves as we grow. So got consent, got boundaries. We're all gonna go home and do the erotic blueprint quiz. And then we need to work on asking for what we want. Who finds it easy to ask for what you want in the bedroom? Easy couple of you, yeah. Not many though. And I think for vulva owners, or really for all of us, there's a lot of shame and a lot of guilt about asking for what you want. You can feel, it can feel selfish. It can feel like, oh, it's okay. I'll just go along with whatever my partner wants to do, okay? I am giving you all permission today 
to practice and work on asking for what you want in the bedroom. The hottest sex that I've ever had in my life has happened when I have asked for what I wanted and really owned that. And it's okay if that's challenging for your partner because it might be. However, being able to show up confident in the bedroom and really, these people are going home right now to try these things. They're like, you know what? We need to do our own blueprint, blueprint quiz. We're gonna do it right now. Let me know how you go. <laughs> um, so working on asking for what you want and feeling confident in that. When it comes to pleasure, it's maybe being able to give some feedback. Slow down. Usually we're asking people to slow down, aren't we? <laughs> Not usually asking them to speed up. So slow it down. Can you go a bit softer? Can you go a little bit harder? Can you try something else? Can you do this? Even showing your partner what you want can be really, really helpful. So our communication is pretty sorted now. We're pretty on board with consent boundaries. We're gonna go home and all practice that, aren't we? Yes. You're gonna have a lot of homework today. You might need to take some notes. So next, we need to be able to find our way confidently around a pussy. I have a shirt to give away for someone who can come up onto the stage and create the shape of a clitoris with their bodies. <laughs> you, it's like, if you get it wrong, it's okay. I gave one to the person yesterday anyway. So who would like to come onto, onto the stage and demonstrate, oh yes, this beautiful human. Are you okay to get up here? I'm fine. Step up, yeah. What's your name? Cat. Cat, okay, cat. Can you please make the shape of a clitoris for me? Interpretive, okay, this is actually amazing. Interpretive dance. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, this is actually, this is the best that we've had all weekend. <laughs> Did someone get that on video for me? <laughs> um, you can see the girls at the back to get your shirt after this. this stuff. That was, oh my God, that was amazing. Okay, I live for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna show you what an actual clit looks like. This is Dr. Chris's puppet here. Cat's dance was just so good. It was like the clitoris waking up and then the clitoris had an orgasm. That was the dance, right? Yeah, I got it right, cool. <laughs> so this is your clitoris. Hello. Who has never seen a clitoris like this before? Most of us haven't, right? Because how would we? I don't know about you all, but I wasn't shown this in an anatomy textbook at school. In fact, the clitoris was left out until fairly recently. Yeah, so we only see that reproductive picture, don't we? Yeah. So if you go on my Instagram right now, at Syndra Banks, uh, maybe the third post down is an anatomy post. And I've got a clitoris, like full anatomy for you to see and share. I have a G-spot anatomy for you to see and share and also the vulva, okay? So go and have a look at that. I urge you to share this because most of us think it's just that little button, yeah? That little button that sticks out. But it's actually this whole organism that can create a lot of pleasure in other areas, not just in that clitoris part. I showed a client a video of the clitoris last year. 
a younger client, uh, early 20s. And she was like, oh my fucking God, how have I not seen this until now? It blows my mind that we as, as vulva owners aren't, you know, shown or educated around our own anatomy. That's why we're here. So <laughs> the actual size of your clitoris, roughly, is this big. This is Dr. Chris's model he's lent me, especially for today. <laughs> yeah, so that's the actual size of a clitoris. Anyone have any idea of how many nerve endings a clitoris has? And it's it's a little bit rough and estimated at this point in time. Anyone know? Yes. Yeah. She said 8,000. Yeah, so I've read studies that say I've said 8. Recently, they've been saying 10. 10 thousand nerve endings in that little little guy that little so the clitoris is a pleasure organ essentially that's its job so we are very lucky as vulva owners to have that little pleasure organ who's had a clitoral orgasm before yeah pretty common pretty common so we're going to go inside the vulva though now and take a bit of a journey to look at what other orgasms we might be able to have. Who's had a cervical orgasm before? Anyone? A few of you. Amazing. So to reach the cervix, it can be quite an effort. I know personally I can't reach my own. If I So I do vulva mapping. If I'm mapping someone else's vulva, I've got to put... Sorry to stick my finger over here. I've got to put my whole middle finger in there to reach the cervix. When you reach the cervix, it feels like this soft kind of spongy, almost like donut kind of shape. Most people's cervixes are quite um, sensitive. Yeah, because we don't really play up there very often. So when you first start to pleasure cervixes, just go easy, go slow. Often just like a little bit of a massage is, is really good for those. There is a beautiful tool you can go and get from the Yoni Pleasure Palace uh, called the Cervix Serpent. Anyone have that one at home? Okay. This is my most recommend. Okay, it looks really scary. I will tell you that. Has anyone seen, has anyone seen it? Yeah. <laughs> it looks really scary, but I promise you that is one of the best pleasure tools I recommend, not only just for the G-spot, but for reaching the, the cervix and actually being able to open up some more pleasure inside the vulva. So we've got the cervix and then we're going to go to the G-spot. Who's had a G-spot orgasm before? Yeah, amazing. So if you haven't felt the G-spot, you run your finger along the top wall of the vulva and it feels like the roof of your mouth is kind of like that ridged bit. It feels like that, but a little bit more squishy. If you're pleasuring the G-spot, you need to put quite a bit of pressure on it to achieve your desired outcome. And again, the sensitivity really varies from vulva to vulva. So we're gonna use our communication skills and check in when we're pleasuring G-spots, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> So we've got the cervix, we've got the G-spot. 
as we come out of the vulva, we have the vaginal opening. Now the vaginal opening can have so much sensitivity. Often we're like rushing to like stick the thing in the thing, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, we're gonna bypass this whole spot. We're gonna stick this thing in the thing, let's go. So if you take some time and play around the vaginal opening, that can be a really, really yummy pleasure spot. So coming out of the vulva, vaginal opening. And we're gonna to start to look at, this is Gina, meet Gina. We're gonna to start to look at the labia. Now, this is a pretty, this is a topic close to my heart because as a vulva owner, I grew up thinking that my body was not right because I have quite large labia. Bit of personal information for you there. And I thought that something was wrong with me because I had, you know, bigger labia, a little bit uneven. Anyone else grow up thinking that? Yeah. Because unfortunately, what we see in porn is tidy, you know, even, generally, labia. And so a lot of a lot of vulva owners are growing up thinking that's like wrong with their bodies because of the way their vulva looks. I'm here to tell you that all vulvas look different. I've seen a lot. <laughs> and your body is exactly the way it's meant to be and labia are not meant to be perfect. If you do have perfect labia, I mean, yay. However, it's really just something that is, has been really made to us to feel shame, right? Like that whole camel toe thing. I am on a mission to own the camel toe. And I know my friend Rosie Reese, who runs Yoni Pleasure Palace, does the same thing. So if that is you, let's just rock the camel toe and start to work on that body acceptance. Because really, when you can accept your vulva exactly as it is, or your genitals, if you're a penis owner in the room right now, your pleasure, your intimacy goes through the roof when you can start to own that in your own bodies. The labia also has a lot of pleasure. So massaging the labia, obviously licking the labia, uh, can be really lovely as well. And again, we often bypass this area for the bits that we all know. So everyone knows the clitoris up here at the top. We have the clitoral hood covering the clitoris. Be very mindful. Some people's clitorises are really sensitive. So if you're pulling back that hood, just check in. Because I know for me personally, like, don't be pulling back that hood, babe. Keep that down. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a client who said to me, I, I can't have a clitoral orgasm, it's too sensitive. And then we checked in with, you know, what, what that was happening and that was being pulled back. Yeah. So if that's your sensitivity as well, just be really mindful there. You can massage around the clitoral hood as well, which can feel really yummy. And then vestibule bulbs down the side. These can be awesome to play with as well. Kind of at the top here, those clitoral legs. So like make sure when you're pleasuring the vulva, we're taking the whole vulva into consideration because they're amazing. So now we're going to move on to the juicy stuff, why we're all here, I think. 
the pleasure stuff. Who likes fingering pussies? Oh, come on. Some people are like, oh, God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, I do too. So if you're a vulva owner or if you like playing with vulvas, this is going to be your take-home tips. Before we even get our hands on the vulva, what are we going to make sure that we have close by? Yes, lube. And I don't just mean the cheap, nasty lube that you've had in your drawer for the last 25 years that's gone out of date, it's got a bit of crusty, okay? I'm talking some good quality lube. We want good quality lube. There's nothing hotter than a sexual partner pulling out a beautiful glass bottle of good quality lube. There's some available here today. You can find oil-based lubes, there's CBD lubes. So really investing in a good lube. Making sure that you're checking with the person before you put the lube on. Again, everyone's vulva is sensitivity is different. Yes, vulvas get wet. They get lubricated for most of us. However, using lube is going to enhance your pleasure. It's going to make it more comfortable for the vulva owner. So always use lube. It's not optional. And what do we not want to use as lube? Correct. Spit. Spit is not lube, okay? <laughs> that doesn't count. We don't want to use spit. So make sure you have a good quality lube. When you are fingering a pushy, pussy, welcome to Super Sunday. When you're pleasuring a pussy, we want to have long strokes. We've got our lube and we've got long strokes. I often think about patting the pussy. So, you know, using your full palm to simulate the whole of the pussy. Making sure that you're working the sides of the pussy all the way from bottom to top. Don't just go straight in for the clit. I know it's fun. Try to, if you have time, to work around the vulva. That will ensure you have the most pleasure. Because, does anyone know how long it takes for a vulva to become fully aroused? Anyone? 45 minutes. A few surprise faces there. <laughs> so it can take a vulva up to 45 minutes to become fully aroused. So we need to take our time. When fingering a vulva, you might like to start with your hand cupping the vulva and doing some pussy breathing. We're gonna do it together right now. If you want, put your hand over your genitals. If not, I understand we're in private. We're in private. I'll do it for you, like myself, not yours. <laughs> I'll do it to myself. Close down our eyes for a moment. I know it's loud in here. Just kind of get into your own body. Close down your eyes. Penis owners, you can do this as well. We're going to breathe into our genitals as you inhale. And as you exhale, relaxing your genitals down into your hand or down into the chair. 
Nice. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable. Breathing into your genitals. Breathing out. Relax your genitals down into your hand or the chair. <sighs> Two more breaths like that. Breathing into your genitals. Breathing out. <sighs> Last breath in. Exhaling. Open your eyes if you like. So imagine doing that before we even start to touch the vulva. Doing that with our partner, like having our play partner putting a hand over the vulva and breathing with us, creating that safety in the body. It's a really big thing for a lot of my clients. They don't feel safe in their bodies. They don't feel safe in intimacy. So before we get to the fun stuff, the fingering, the licking, the tasting, creating some safety with that pussy breath and even just holding over the vulva before you start. If you're self-pleasuring, same thing. I guarantee you're going to have much more pleasure when you start with some of this embodiment, being present. Because who finds it hard to stay present in intimacy sometimes? can be hard so making sure that you drop into your body first doing that breath the touch super important so we're fingering we're using our lube we're doing long slow strokes we're giving feedback we're maybe getting our hands inside to pleasure the g-spot now i personally use these two fingers to simulate the g-spot so if i'm facing a vulva i'm coming this way towards my body you can use these ones but the bowling fingers but that doesn't work for me so these two fingers can be nice to pleasure the g-spot and then we're like okay i want to use my tongue now because that's a vibe for me who's ever gotten like a really sore tongue or like a locked up jaw from giving head <laughs> Most of people in the audience. <laughs> so before we start to give our oral to our pussies or any genitals, we're going to warm up our mouth. So we're all going to do it together and we're all going to look silly together. So taking a big yawn, stretching your jaw from side to side. Kind of hard to do what I'm talking. Yeah, sticking your tongue out. Stretching out your tongue, moving it around, around your teeth. Yeah, wheeling your tongue from side to side, up and down. Massaging your jaw, maybe, especially if you're going down on a penis. <laughs> nice. So imagine if you did that before your oral session even started. You're going to feel much more comfortable much more ready, the saliva is already moving around in that uh, area. So with oral, same thing, long, slow strokes. No one wants little short strokes. Long, slow strokes. You can, uh, you can nibble gently if you ask for consent. You can suck. Clitoris, labia can be nice to be sucked. And just, again, taking your time, taking your time. 
Resting your top lip on the pubic mound and then relaxing your jaw will give you the right kind of angle. And then a nice flat tongue. If you want more on this, there's an amazing book called She Comes First by Ian Kerner. If you want to up your oral game on pussies, it's a, this girl's right down the front. She's like, hell yeah, it's a fun. Yeah, get that book. So one of the big things about pleasure and that I like to teach this, and I want you all to take this home with you today, is that we all love orgasms. Yeah, like, Orgasms are great. However, they don't need to be your goal in intimacy. Once we take the orgasm off the table as the goal, intimacy becomes much more fun, much more present, much more safe, and much more enjoyable. Orgasms are great, and you can have them as the goal sometimes for, you know, your quickie. However, doing that all the time it stops you from exploring. It stops you, stops you from trying new things. So starting to make that less of a focus and make sensation the focus, staying present in your body, connecting with your partner. So you're going to go home and have conversations galore now if you have a partner. And if not, you're going to be exploring, checking your revolver out in the mirror, identifying all these parts and practicing all of that yummy fingering without expensive lube that we've gone home from this LoveX today with. Okay. So I do have time for questions. Questions about communication, pleasure, fingering, oral. Nothing's really off the table unless I tell you <laughs> I tell you what it is. Anyone? Yes. I don't have any questions. I'd love to answer them. I can see a few of you like looking down, like, oh, I do have a question that I want to ask her. Anyone? No? Okay. That's good. Oh, is it? Yeah. Sorry, I can't see. Yeah. Um, in terms of boundaries, um, and exploration. How, I'm not too much to put in every person, and I'm just uh, wondering how do you know when you are, when it's your own boundary, or if it's your partner's? Because, like, the whole point is to kind of push the boundaries and explore and everything, right? But then, how do you know if you are truly okay with it, or if you are treating yourself in something that you are doing? Just, yeah, basically, just, yeah. yeah. Actually, that's actually a great question. Um, thank you for answering that. It is hard because if you do want to explore boundaries, push boundaries, you need to just keep checking in with yourself. So like I did at the start, that embodied consent piece, continuously doing that throughout your intimacy and just kind of making sure that you're still in alignment with that thing. With kink, you know, obviously it's a matter of, I always like to say stopping before you get to that edge of it being too much and building and working that edge. But I really recommend everyone in their intimacy is to take a few moments and actually just keep checking in with yourself as things progress. 
and having that communication, that communication line open with your partner, especially. Amazing. I just blabbed on at the end there about where to come and find me at LoveX. So I snipped it off there. I hope you enjoyed that talk. I hope that was insightful for you to learn more about the pussy. Of course, if this struck a chord with you, the best place to learn more about this is in the comeback. As I mentioned at the start, early bird pricing is now activated. So please DM me to enroll or for more information. Have a fabulous week. Make sure that you rate, I was going to say like, but you can like it, rate and review uh, this episode. And please do share with anyone else that you think may be interested in learning more about the pussy. I mean, who wouldn't really? Uh, I'm excited for next episode because I'm having a special guest on that episode. I will see you in two weeks. Lots of love and enjoy putting all of that information into practice. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Get It On. I really appreciate you rating and reviewing this show so more people like you can have hotter sex, more pleasure, and better communication. Please do share this episode far and wide and come and play on Instagram at Cindra Banks for more of my vibe and to work with me. I love to chat to listeners, hear your suggestions and feedback. So don't be scared. Dive into my DMs and let me know what you thought about this episode. Until next week, remember, everybody deserves pleasure. Mwah.